0: Sometimes you can see it coming, can't you? You know, like you can see a storm in the distance and you know it's coming. Well, I can anyway, because I have to work outside and I have to keep an eye on the weather. But imagine yourself in a boat and you're sailing along, life seems to be going okay, but out on the horizon, you can see a storm coming and you know that it's coming straight at you. You didn't cause the storm, it was simply part of the ebb and flow of being on the ocean. And in that little boat of yours, you wonder, am I going to make it through? You prepare, you get ready, and you hold on tight. (laughs) Trouble comes. You know it comes. You've been through trouble before, but this storm seems bigger and all-consuming. This will test everything in you but you look at the only crew member you have and he he is asleep in the back of the boat look he's a wise old sailor he's an ancient mariner as such that has uh, calloused hands from handling the ropes in his and many a storm and he's got an old gray beard and he's all craggling <laughs> but um just his presence seems to bring calm to your soul perhaps he can make it through he stirs a little opens an eye looks over the seas and says you'll be alright just stare into it and hold on tight and with that he kind of (sighs) yawns rubs his stubble face and goes back to sleep now you thought you know him being Jesus (laughs) he would stand up and command the wind of the waves to be still. But not this time. No, you aim into the storm and you hold on tight. Look, I, I sit with people and listen to their storms. And the most often heard phrases are what did I do to deserve this? Or I didn't deserve this. And both point to a kind of surprise that they have a storm, a full blown hurricane whirling and stripping at their life. And they look uh to fate logic and god for reasons a crime happened and therefore a punishment a reaping what i've sown choices and consequences and look sometimes there is a connection you can and you can hardly blame god for a speeding ticket when you drove too fast and were caught but at other times you it just seems you can't make sense of anything at all you're just stuck in the middle of the mess and night time is rolling in fast ah and jesus He he still seems to be fast asleep in the corner of the boat. Uh, Sorry, this is the hard truth. This was inevitable. It's normal. It's normal to have times of trouble. But it's not what we were made for. And that's what causes so much pain. Good listening helps the storm toss to get through. That's what I've found. In my life and in other people's lives you see at the bottom of the swirl when everything settles down comes the conclusion of the angst of the moment and well that's the way i read the very very last verse of the pain story of a man named job okay yeah and out of probably The first book that was ever written for the Bible comes the woe of a man caught in a whirling hurricane where he has lost his family, his wealth, and his health. And if you think your story, your trouble story is bad, read the story of Job and be thankful. (laughs) Job is literally sitting in the town's rubbish dump, throwing ashes over himself, and he's picking at his source. Now read Self-Harm. When you hear picking at his sores, and the last three words of the, of his of his I'm in trouble moan says this: I'm not at ease. I'm uh, nor am I quiet. But trouble comes. Oh no, i I'm not at ease. Nor am I quiet. I have no rest. But trouble comes. It is simply acknowledgement that trouble does come. There is a normality to trouble, okay? Post the time of Garden of Eden, tranquility of ease and quiet and rest and... Oh, it's lovely. We now live in a world where trouble comes. And I still, I think I have in my nostrils the faint fragrance of a garden where ease and quiet and rest were the norm. I get little morsels of it every day. I soak in them. But I know trouble comes. It will come as sure as the storms at sea. One of the strangely comforting things to say someone when they're going through trouble is that what they are experiencing is normal. This is not to downplay the struggle or to minimize their pain, but more to say, this is trouble. And we can get through it. It's normal that you feel anxious and depressed or overwhelmed or in grief. It's normal for your body to be reacting in this way. It's also normal for your friends and family to not know what to do. It's normal to curse, blame others, project out your pain, run, hide, feel guilt and shame. It's normal to want vengeance. It's normal but in the long term not good to stay in that hole. And I often add that I would be concerned that if they weren't feeling these emotions and desires for all that they had been through, it would be abnormal. It it, it brings a strange reassurance to the storm toss that what they're going through isn't strange to you. You know, oh, so this isn't strange. No, this this is normal. It's healthy. it brings reassurance that you are in their boat with them, that you know what the trouble is all about, and you can be kind of like a steadying hand on their shoulder as they face the wind. Jesus, um, the one who knew trouble like no one else, speaks to the psalms in our souls. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side, Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Be quiet, still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Going through internal storms, not running from them, builds our faith muscles. This is where borrowing faith from someone else is such a beautiful Garden of Eden gift. Some quotes for you to consider. Christianity is one beggar telling another beggar where he found bread. The book of Job, that's um, uh, from D.T. Niles. The book of Job proclaims from the beginning that there is no correlation between sin and suffering, between virtue and reward. That logic is hard for us to break. This book tries to break it so that a new Logos called Grace can happen. Richard Raw. Untested faith tends to produce a very um, mechanical, mechanistic and impersonal spirituality. Mature faith, however, almost always has a quality of paradox and mystery about it. Richard Rohr. Sometimes people who don't know God well presume that God would use power the way they would use power, as a dominator force. They want a Deus Ex Machina, a magician god who appears out of the wings, to solve the problem, the paradox of the book of Job is that Yahweh remains totally present in power, yet to all appearances does nothing. And for 37 chapters, God says nothing. It's our worst nightmare. A silent, hidden and ineffective God. Richard Raw. Too often, our version of trusting God carries with it an expectation of what God should do. We are, of course, to trust God. God to do all that he tells us in the Bible. He will do. But this is where we sometimes get off track. Without noticing it, we tend to trust God to do what we think a loving God ought to do. An honest look at what we mean when we use the word trust would likely turn up a subtle demand, a stubborn sense of entitlement to whatever good things we'd like God to give us. Larry Crabb. When you stand before me, God, in mystery, you will eventually rest within me, in trust. When you can't figure me out, you will give up the illusion of predictability and control and discover the joy of freedom and hope. Larry Crabb. Here's some questions. Number one, you've been in times of trouble. What helped you through your storm? Number two, what's your natural reaction to trouble? What would be an unnatural or even supernatural reaction to trouble? 3. With no sense in minimising your struggle, what's it like to be reassured that the trouble you're in is normal? (laughs) Trouble comes. God is with you. And you need people to be there reassuring you of that. If you want to email me or leave a comment please do so. I'd really like to hear from my readers and my listeners. If you want to um, yeah, look at any more about this topic, there's lots of links in the show notes. And uh, if you'd like to be part of my, um, the people that regularly give a little bit of money to help pay for this ministry, that would be super thankful. I'd be really thankful for that. Um, there's a link in the show notes to how you can give. But maybe you're in trouble right this moment and i want you to know that you will get through it you may well need someone to you know stand alongside you and help you but you will get through it you're gonna be okay okay bye